You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Welcome to Earth Station One, a weekly podcast dedicated to all things sci-fi, fantasy, and much, much more. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Earth Station One podcast. That's right, folks. We are back, and this is a new way of us doing the show. You're going to find some different changes over the next couple episodes, and it's going to be episodes could be a little more compact. Uh, more focused on the the people we're talking to, our guests, our main topics, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is a new era for Earth Station One. And um, as always, I'm glad to be sharing this with my co-host, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. You ready for this, Mr. M? Yeah, let's do it, man. It's been a while since we've had a a change, but uh, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same, right? Oh, trust us, you know, I'm sure even with the change, we'll still have tens of listeners. It's perfect. So yeah, yeah. It, it it's always a good thing. But we have a great guest with us tonight. Let's introduce, of course, for the first time on the show, actor and producer, Dave Schechter. Welcome, sir. Wow. Thank you very much, guys. Welcome it's to the station. You want to tell everyone a little bit about you? Well, as you said, my name is Dave Schechter. And uh, I am an actor, part-time actor. Do it for fun, for hobbies, for uh, um, for uh, the thrill of it. The thrill of uh, it. Got it. I love it. Um, I live out here on the west coast, and um, I don't know. You know, I'm just uh, a songwriter, a musician. I do a little bit of everything, but um, my passion is acting. So I'm I'm trying to get going here. I am. We just started a company out here. Me and my buddy, so we're trying to get that off the ground. But, uh, I am happy to be here, and it is a pleasure. I appreciate you having me. So, oh, it's great! It is totally great to have you guys. And you know, it is, you know, when Steve mentioned it, and I looked on your IMDb and everything, it's like get this man for us, Steve. Definitely. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we have Mister cool. Mister Joiner, of course, to thank us for being on the having you on the show and everything. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. I'm glad I met him. He works hard for me, and I and I work hard hard for him. And I hope it's a mutual relationship we have. And it's pretty darn awesome. Well, that's very yeah. cool, and definitely, folks. If you want to write in and uh, ask, you know, have any comments or anything, please, we would definitely would love to hear from you. Um, you could write for about me, Mike, Dave. You know, if you have anything you want to comment on, if you want to say how the weather is, hope your holidays are getting ready for some pretty amazing stuff coming up. Definitely would love to hear from you guys. Feedback at station1.com. Tell us, you know, what you guys think of the new format. We definitely would love to hear how you guys are doing. Also, while we at it, we also want to give a shout out to our fans at Patreon. That's right. Patreon is the way you can help su- support the Earth Station One podcast and the rest of the ESO network. All you have to do is go to Patreon slash ESO network. And for as little as a dollar a month, you could help support the ESO network. Pretty cool stuff. And, you know, with our new format, 
it's going to give us more chances to be able to talk to you guys at home, have more of our listeners up on the air, have maybe even take a shot at the Geeksy. You never know what can happen. It's pretty cool stuff. Definitely check it out. Patreon.com slash ESO network. Also, while we're at it, let's also say hi to our friends at Tifosi Optical. Tifosi Optical is having some amazing holiday season sales, and you can get a pair of sunglasses, reading glasses, gamer glasses, blue light blocking glasses, you name it, they have it. And Tifosi Optical is a great place to do it. And as a way of saying thank you, on top of the sale price, if you put in the coupon code EarthStation1, you can get 10% off your whole order. Just not one pair of glasses, folks, your whole order. Check it out at tifosioptics.com. All right. That's enough of the paperwork and all the fun stuff to get out of the way. Let's hop <laughs> back in with Dave. Mr. Mike, you want to take it away? Sure, sure. Uh, Dave, uh, let's start from the beginning. When did you get first bit by the acting bug? Oh, that would be like um, 2012. And uh, so I haven't been doing it that long, about 10 years. Uh, and uh, I was uh, doing a short film. Well, actually, I um, I never I never grew up wanting to be an actor or anything like that. I, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up, and and I, I turned out to be an, an airline mechanic. That's just what I do now. But mm-hmm. um, I uh, I did some theater in college way back, and then I did a little bit of a uh, joined the local talent agency down in the corner when I was in my teens and stuff, and did stuff like that. And uh, but um, when I was doing theater back in two thousand eight nine college, uh, I had I had a I had a, a good experience with theater, but I wanted to do some I wanted to try acting, in, uh, under the under the uh, in front of the camera. So I uh, I I answered an ad actually is how I got bit. I answered this ad in Craigslist out here that said want to be in a in a, in a film, and uh, it turned out to be a um, a web series. Well, which was a Western, and I uh, went out here to the West Coast, and I auditioned, and I got the part, and it was that, it was just every, it was uh, ex- such an exciting experience for me. I was, uh, I was in this makeshift saloon that they had done up, and the whole, the whole film took place in that saloon, and, uh, you know, with the get up, and the, the makeup, and the wardrobe, and everything, I just, I just, I had such a great time, man. I was like role-playing. It was, it was a great experience for me. I was, I had a great time. And it was called The Olympians. And that was my very first film I did. And uh, it's, it, I don't think it's even out there anywhere right now. It didn't really go anywhere. But <laughs> I tell you, I, I 90% of people. the films, though, that people make don't go anywhere. I know. If they yeah. get made at all, you know, it's like some of them sit on the shelf and never even get made or finished, I should say. I've had a few of those. But yeah, I got bit then. And then after that, I, um, I actually got an agent uh, out here and uh, on the West Coast here. I'm, in, I'm north of Seattle. And uh, from there, she uh, she got me a couple of jobs in uh, commercials out here and um, some short films. And I just kind of took off from there. I just, I wanted to do it. But I, I want to do it full time, but, you know, <laughs> I call mm-hmm. myself a late bloomer because I got started in this business pretty late in, in life here. And I'm in like 50 now, but. I tell you, man. So from 2012 to now, I've I've been I've been pushing and I've been working hard. I've been uh, around my real job, of course. Uh, anytime I'm off, uh, have days off, I, I'm doing this stuff full time. I love it, and uh, I've built quite a a, a resume. Uh, an IMDb page is built up. 
Mm-hmm. I got 70 some credits on there or something, but man, I'm having a great time doing it. I'm always busy and I'm meeting some great people and I'm going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. I'm promoting myself, trying to get myself out there, get the name out there. So here I am. Here you are. And uh, and like I said, we're glad to sit, to have you. Um, and it is impressive. I mean, you said you started in uh, 10 years ago, right? So, um, and you've already got, you know, 73, just actor credits alone uh, on your IMDb. That's that's impressive in and of itself. Looking through them, I noticed that a lot of them uh, are uh, horror movies. I was wondering if you if you tend to, like, lean towards that particular genre or if that's just worked out that way. No, no, that, that's how it's worked out. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the horror film genre is is one of the easiest to make. I mean, there's there's a lot of them, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of people doing them, and a lot of people start off making horror films because sure. I think they're fairly easy to make, and uh, that's just how it's been going. I mean, I got started in that and then kind of went from there. You know, once I got into one film, horror film, and then uh, you meet all kinds of wonderful people and it just start networking and they're all doing horror films. The next thing you know, you're in this guy's horror film and then you're in that one. Just kind of, that's just kind of the way it's happening. So other than that, yeah. I I, I I have to ask, you've been in so many horror movies. I have to ask, have you met your uh, violent end at any of them? Oh, yes. How how does how is that as a feeling? Like yeah, watching you, yeah, like watching yeah. yourself die on screen. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm probably like every other actor out there, and I don't I don't really even like watching. Oh, you don't watch yourself? Yeah, yeah. I do to see, you know, how I can improve and stuff. But I sometimes I just like cringe, you know, and like. Oof. But uh, <laughs> watching myself die is, is I'm. I, I always critique myself, you know, like I could have done a better job of dying, or I should have taken longer, you know, things like that. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, I had my intestines ripped out, which was uh, which was kind of cool. And uh, <laughs> it's really interesting when you, when you do get to do that kind of stuff to to find out how it's done, to see how it's done. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of work goes into it. I mean, it's not easy to make some of those scenes to do them right. And uh, the, the the people that do that, you know. You gotta give them credit because they they put a lot of work into them. So absolutely, yeah, it takes a lot of technicians. Um, and also from an actor perspective, I would imagine that you know these are fantastic uh, extreme circumstances. So I would imagine it would take a lot more imagination, right, to prep and to do these scenes because these are not things that you would just do normally. So you wouldn't have any sort of way to realistically gauge how to act in these situations, right? That is correct. Uh, a lot of them are one one shot, you know, one take uh, because, of the, <laughs> because of the mess and the blood and, and things like that. You know, you're going to get one shot at it. So there's really no way to practice it. But it so far, it's, it's worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you said that the horror movie isn't necessarily anything you lean towards personally. Is there another film genre you do lean towards that you uh, have experienced already? Or want to experience? Um, I like action a lot. A lot, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of action, guns, things that involve guns, explosives, car chases, all that fun stuff. I like guy mm-hmm. stuff. You know? 
that's that's what I really like to do. Um, I've done some of that, uh, but not not enough. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, and you've worked a lot with films and a lot with um, on on tele- television. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between that environment? One versus the other, are they? They seem like they're merging a lot more now. Where TV and and film behind the scenes are a lot more closer than they used to be, as far as you know the behind the scenes efforts. You know, there. I I find it to be kind of the same. I mean, the same efforts go into both. I mean, there's tons of people on both sets, and they're they're all doing. Doing the same thing, trying to do their 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 job right and get it right, make it look right, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're, I think it's it's all kind of the same. I mean, it's all big and 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 lots <laughs> of people. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I really can't tell you a difference between the two. So. As far as um, as far as your expectations going in when you first did it, you said, "Ah, oh, you're just going to try it out and everything." But you got excited by the process, um, which mm-hmm. I've been on set. I know it's infectious to, when you're on the set. Like it just everybody's gearing towards the same thing. They're on the same page. They're working together. It's it's really uh, really it's a high really that you don't get in a lot of other work environments. Um, it did really you is. was was there anything else about the process that really surprised you about like you know sometimes you know people are surprised at how long shots take or how long oh. like you sit around for or anything like that? Yeah, all those were a surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you do you do spend a lot of time sitting around. Yeah, it's a lot of hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that that, that that this group of people was there. All for the same reason, you know, and and every one of them is given their 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 all to that scene. That that just, I was just amazed at that. That's just it's an awesome feeling. It's like you said, it's a high. Yeah. And everybody wants to do their very best. And when and when you're doing a scene where there's emotions and and, and things like that, and there's that many people on set, but when they say quiet, this is an emotional scene. You can hear a pin drop. Man, it's amazing. It's just, it's just amazing. People really do do a great job at, at, at what they do, and I, I like you said, it's a high. It is. I, mm-hmm. I really get out of this beautiful experience. Have uh, you uh, have you had the chance to to work with anybody in particular that you connected with or were impressed by? Um, well, anytime. Uh, that I work with a a well known actor, I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, I worked uh, quite a few films with Robert Lasardo, and um, wow, okay, that guy, that guy. I even told him, pulled him aside once, and I said, every time they do the same scene, yeah, he he approaches it a little different each time, and I was learning from that guy. We were doing a, it was called Bloodthirst, and it was a late night scene, and it was in, the, in Nevada. And the guys, he's fantastic for one thing, and I love watching him work, and I learned a lot from just from watching. But he would approach that scene, the same scene, same line, every time, 
differently, a little different. You could tell he was doing a little, and I thought, wow, that is so cool. Because a lot of times, like myself, I do. Same exact thing? The same thing. I do exactly the same. It gets kind of boring, though, but I'm learning, learning to do things just a little differently. So I, I really, I'm impressed with him. He, he does a great job. I love, I love watching him work. Uh, I worked with uh, Tom Sizemore, was, was fun to work with. Um, oh, that's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, he, he, we were in a Western together. Uh, uh, Richard Grieco was in that, which he's really, he's really cool to watch too. You know, Richard Grieco from a, yeah. a Jump Street, 21 Trump, Jump Street. Yeah, I was going to say 21 yeah. Jump Street. Yeah, and uh, watching him, man, he's really, he's focused. I like watching him work. Um, Michael Madsen. Well, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually, he was one of my, when I saw Reservoir Dogs for the first time, I fell in love with all those guys. That's the kind of movie I want to do. Uh, I loved him in that movie. Uh, and I finally got to meet him on the set of uh, Arena Wars. And wow, because that was a really cool guy. I didn't get to work with him in a scene, which I wanted to, but he was there, you know, and I met him behind the scenes, so that was fun. Uh, and Eric Roberts, you know, he's been in everything. Yes. <laughs> Technically, yes, actor. he has. Yes, he's been in. He's like Nicholas Cage. You know, he's been in everything. But I met him finally, and uh, what a cool guy! That yeah, guy is really outgoing, happy. Well, at least when I met, him. he was just <laughs> really bouncy and happy, getting along with everyone. So I, this is this is part of my experience is meeting all these great people. I mean, working with these people, I never thought I'd be doing. That. You know, I'm I'm nobody, but. I'm, I'm meeting these people that are, are great actors, and I never thought I'd get to this point. So this is part of the fun, you know, and having a great time. Absolutely. When uh, it, I also I noticed that in addition to acting, you've also taken various roles behind the camera, producing, directing, etc. How did how did that evolve? How did you decide I want to yes. I want to go on the other side yes. as well? Yeah. Um, well, uh, producing, uh, I got involved here in the Northwest with a lot of uh, the local filmmakers here in town. There's quite a few that are doing independent films. And, and, and so I work with them a lot. And I try to do as much as I can to help. So when I'm involved in their project, I will help produce. You know, I will do what I can to help make that film a reality. So that's kind of how I got going in producing. You know, I'm I'm helping them, they're helping me, but I, I donate to their projects by lending a, a helping hand or working for them, uh, things like that, uh, loaning them. I got a lot of props. I collect props. I got tons of props. So I'm always giving uh, props for films and letting people use stuff. Um, Directing, uh, I write music, and I play guitar, and I write songs and record them, and I have them recorded in the studio, and then I make a music video out of it, and that's kind of uh-huh. kind of where I started getting uh, directing things because I, I I love writing songs and, and music and making music videos, and they're all on my website if you ever want to check them out at www.davechecker.com. <laughs> nice. That's kind of where I started directing it. And then uh, me and my buddies are starting uh, Day Night Pictures here in Northwest, uh, our own production company. And we 
we shot two short films uh, and I kind of helped direct with those and uh, run equipment and act, of course. And then uh, we just released our second short film, which was called Disconnected, doing the festival circuit now. But they'll be on our website. Uh, and we're just finishing up our script for our first feature film, which is going to be shot in January or February. We're going to start rolling cameras on that. And I will probably be helping with the directing on that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man, I want to do it all. <laughs> I want to do it all. It's yeah, great. well, you, you're off to an amazing start. I mean, not just start. I mean, you've, like I said, uh, got a, a bunch of credits already. If someone was checking, like, wanted to see, you know, you in action, what what would you recommend? What are you particularly proud of out of all the work that you've done so far? Um, let's see. Well, let's see. You know, I like, um, I've been in, uh, you've heard of the Mahal Brothers down mm -hmm. in uh, Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're real, getting, getting real popular, real big. Uh, they're done 14 feature films and I've been in eight or nine of those and I'm real proud of those. Uh, And there's a, there's a, about half of those are out on Amazon Prime, so you can see me there if you like. Um, a few of those films I'm I'm pretty proud of. Top, Night of the Tommy Knockers, that was a, a western horror mm -hmm. that I did. That was the one with Palm Sizemore. Um, I was a, a, a saloon key bartender. Uh, I really I I enjoyed that role a lot. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of the short films I've done that are uh, uh, I think they're out on YouTube. Like Brace Face, that was a fun film I did. Um, um, Beloved Beast is a feature film that I had a role in. It was uh, a kind of a, a different character, but I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I thought there were a couple of the films you can check out on Amazon Prime. Uh, Tall Men was another really cool film I had a part in. That was fun. So, yeah, you just punch my name into. YouTube or Amazon Prime, I think <laughs> it will come up with a bunch of films I've been in. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely encourage our listeners to check that out as well as your website. Um, and you yeah. said you've got some short films that are that you're uh, releasing shortly. Um, anything else of note that uh, you want to promote that's coming out or on the horizon? Um, I would say just... Uh, be on the lookout for our feature film, which is coming up. It's called um, Finding Estrella. It's our, like I said, our first feature film. It's going to be shot on a couple of Black Magic cameras. It's going to, I think, it's going to turn out really nice. Um, we'll start shooting that in February. I think is what we're planning. But I think this is it's going to be a really great film. Really got a really a great story behind it. Um, that one, uh, other than that, we're going to keep working on those. Going to try and release a couple of films a year. Uh, and I'll be putting out more music videos here shortly. And I'll be flying down to LA in February to, to do a scene in a, another horror film. Uh, mm -hmm. this one's from Chris Sanders, who's, who's, uh, out of England. Yeah. He, he shoots his films over in England and then he does some of his scenes down here in LA. So. I've done three or four of his films down there, so I'm looking forward to that one. 
Yeah. Having a good time. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we definitely thank yeah. you for joining us. It sounds like, uh, you know, you're already done amazing things in your short amount of time. And it looks like it's just, you know, it's just getting bigger and better for you. Man, I, I thank you. I appreciate that. I, I certainly hope so. I'm going to keep moving forward and hopefully upward. That is awesome, dude. That is great. Well, we appreciate you being here. Let's take a quick break and we're going to close up the show and we'll do our shout outs. Welcome to a Geek Girl's Take. I'm your host, Angela, and this week, this Geek Girl is talking about Star Wars Andor. Disney Plus has been putting out some great Star Wars shows. The newest Andor was no different. I enjoyed the gritty look at what the people of the galaxy had to put up with when the Empire was taking over. And we really got to see that with Andor, a gritty look at how the rebellion was beginning. I will say, however, that I do wish this show was not so human-heavy. Yeah, I know Andor is a human, they're on a random planet in the galaxy, but we got very few non-humanoid creatures in this show, even in the background. And there were a few and far between, even when they were going to different planets. The portrayal of the Empire, legit. All humans. And that was one thing that the Empire was known for. If you read any of the books or you've watched other shows, being discriminatory towards other creatures that were not humanoid, that was the Empire's MO. But out of all the areas that we saw in Andor, there were few and far between of other races on these planets, which to me seemed really odd. With all other Star Wars shows, we've seen that our live action movie and TV and animate it. They didn't make the galaxy look like they were all only humans in it. Andor kind of made me feel like that. Even with the scenes on Coruscant, almost everyone at Mon Mothma's parties they were humanoids. When they showed different senators during sessions, they didn't show us a lot of alien senators. Even those walking around during all of the walking scenes, and there were a lot of walking scenes. It just seemed really crazy to me, and it was just something that I noticed. Since in every other Star Wars show, we see lots of aliens in the background. Scenes on Coruscant, they showed so many different varieties of people there, and maybe that's something with the Empire, but... It just seemed weird to me. I will also say, while I enjoyed this series, it did feel like for the most part that they were doing a season one just to set up for a season two, because so much was left untold and so many questions were left by the end. Hopefully if there is a season two, they wrap up a lot of where, you know, season one left off and gets us to where Rogue One is. But I feel like there should have been a lot more by the end of the season that was wrapped up. However, the after credit scene was pretty fantastic, and I'm really excited that they put that in because it did tie in what the prisoners were making in the factory, and that, to me, was just a nice little touch. Thanks for listening to A Geek Girl's Take. What will I talk about next week? Well, you're going to have to listen to find out. It's a silly podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, obscure pop culture from the 70s and 80s, and chickens. Donuts! Spring coffee! We're on the ESO Network. And we're at Flopcast.net.
Welcome back to Earth Station One. Now we are going to close up the show. And Dave, thanks for so much for sitting in with us tonight. We really appreciated learning about you tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anything, anything you want to shout out about or where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I'll give a shout out to my website, DaveSchechter.com. You can find quite a bit about me there. Uh, pictures, reels, movie clips, music videos, how to get hold of me. Things like that. Also, my IMDb page is a great place to check out some things. All my uh, videos and uh, movie clips are on there, too. So That is awesome. Thank you so, so much, sir. And Mr. Mike, we made it through another one, my friend. And new format yeah. and everything. Yeah, I know. We're not done yet, though. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, this is it. this is going to be fun. I'm really excited for this new format. And, uh, as always, it's my pleasure. Anything you want to shout out about, sir? I do. It's the Christmas season, holiday season. People kind of watch. There's so many choices out there on what to watch and everything like that. As far as uh, Christmas movies, one of my favorite stories of all time, reading it and watching it as a play or seeing it as a movie is A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And one of my favorite versions is because it celebrates its, uh, is it 40 years? Wow, 40 or no, it's even longer than that. It's like, it's 62, what's that, the math on that? 50, 60 what? years? 60, 60 years, right? 60 years yeah. dude. You're, my goodness, I know 60 ma- years. I know math isn't one of your strong points. So. It is not, it is but, not, so thank you for that. Um, but it's uh, celebrating its 60th anniversary. It is the Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol. Um, it's great fun. It's a musical, but uh, it's uh, one of my favorite uh, takes on the tale. I think it's kind of hard to find. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. So uh, you might have to seek a little bit around. There's, the DVD is pretty cheap to get. It's very easy to find. Um, so I definitely recommend uh, adding that one to your list. If uh, you know, alongside Rudolph and Charlie Brown Christmas and all the standards, uh, I think uh, a lot of people watch, of course, Elf and Christmas Story and all of that. Um, but I think uh, I think Mr. Magoo b- deserves a place on the on the viewing list as well. That is awesome. It is really, you know, I one of my favorites growing up, and you know, I've even seen Patrick Stewart. I've seen all the different versions of you know Christmas Carol, and Magoo is one of my favorites to this day. It's pretty awesome to see. Uh, my shout out, real quick, is to our friend Robert Young. We had him on the podcast a couple weeks back i made it up to borderlands comics up in greenville south carolina and folks if you are anywhere in the upstate or anywhere in georgia or south carolina north carolina tennessee anywhere in the area check out the new borderlands folks this new shop they opened you know when we had robert on he didn't even do it justice it it, it is an amazing store and they have a whole section for gaming. They have, you know, almost half the store. And then the rest is trades and toys and hard to find things. And it's it's just an amazing, amazing place. It's about the size of a Barnes & Noble. It's pretty amazing. And tons of parking. Not that we knew that because on Saturday when we went, the parking lot was packed. And people were, the store was doing gangbusters. And so bravo to Robert and Michelle for putting this thing together. I know it's been a long time coming and a dream. And you can find it at borderlandscomics.com up on the web. And we'll have a link to it, of course, in our show notes. So definitely check that out. And you know what, folks? 
join us next time in our new format, which will be later this week. And you will be able to hear us talk about REM at 40. That's right, folks. The band from Athens, Georgia is turning 40 years old. And, you know, that's dating me really badly because the first time I went to see him when I was 16, I think that was in 1980 something. And I'm not going to say any more because, you know, I'm old and I fully admit it. So it's okay. But definitely join us for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. We got a great crew to join us. And you know what? We also have our regular segments of Ashley's box office buzz in there. And we'll also have a creative outlet this week. So, you know, definitely join us later this week for our new next episode. It's kind of weird not saying next week anymore, you know? So it's just, it's always going to be just in a couple of days, you'll get a new episode of our station one. So you'll never be that far without it with the new format and everything. So it's pretty cool. And as always, thanks for listening to the Earth Station One podcast. We couldn't do this without you. We want to hear from you, of course. Please write us anytime at feedback at earthstation1.com. Remember, you could also find Earth Station One wherever fine podcasts are found. Now, Earth Station One could also be found in video format. You know, it's pretty cool. And we're making even some changes to our video format. So you're going to get the show clothes and everything when you're watching the videos and everything. So you'll be able to hear us do our shout outs and such. It's pretty cool. And, you know, we might even do, you also have the opening. So you're going to have the full episode up on YouTube. So this is all pretty cool stuff that we're doing for you guys. So it's just going to be a lot of change and hopefully it's successful and you guys like what we're doing. So please, of course, as always, please subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Let's lets us know that you're liking what we do up on YouTube and it helps with the matrix up there and, you know, more people find us and everything. And of course, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Yes, we're not proud. On behalf of myself, Mike Faber, Mr. Mike Gordon, Dave Schechter, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you here next time on your Station One podcast. Be safe, everyone. Peace. And we are done. Boom. Yay. You've been listening to the Air Station One podcast, a show by fans for fans. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our show, hop on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are found. While you're up there, please rate us and remember to leave feedback. It would greatly be appreciated. And remember to tell your friends all about us while you're at it. Air Station One is available on most social media sites where you can join some really great topics or chats. Help support our show by shopping through our Amazon.com link or purchasing very cool ESO Network clothing and merchandise at our Tee Public store. Links to both are found on the top of our ESO Network webpage. Become a patron of the ESO Network by backing us up on Patreon for as little as 25 cents a week. Go to patreon.com slash ESO Network to sign up. We want to hear from you. Please write us at earthstation1 at esonetwork.com or call us at 404-963-9057. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on the Earth Station One podcast. Peace, and we're done. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.